Hey, it's Greg Thompson from Pod Wheels, and with this episode, we're bringing you to our final stop with our NTDC 2023 coverage as we share the final portion of our conversation with Eugene Molero, ace reporter with Transport Topics. Now, as we've shared with you in our past two episodes of this series, Eugene has become the foremost expert on the history of the NTDC co-authoring a book released earlier this year looking back at the 86-year history of the national championships. We began the final portion of our conversation with Eugene by focusing on Greg Wilson, the NTDC Grand Champion for 2023. Let's talk about the Grand Champion. Greg Wilson, when his name's announced, what are you thinking? I'm going to be honest. I'm thinking, who's this guy? How did he not make my radar? I try to do my homework. I try to like come in prepared. He was just one of those guys. And he's a very introverted person. He's not boastful. He doesn't brag. He's quiet, quiet guy who's a worker. He's a worker bee. It turns out I did interview him in 2018 for the Road to NTDC coverage when he was with FedEx. So we had an interview in the archives. I went back and I looked that up. I saved the audio from back there. So I was like really happy about that. Let that be a lesson to all the young kids out there. Always save your work. And then when I started really kind of digging in and doing my homework and talking to other people, it turns out that he had put in the work. His first NTDC was in 2000. This is his 14th trip. He was driver of the year out of Nevada in 2019. This guy has been doing all the right things since 2000. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like that expression in professional basketball where they say the ball doesn't lie. The ball will keep you honest. I feel like the Grand Champion Trophy doesn't lie. The Grand Champion Trophy has like this mythical power and it goes (laughs) to its rightful owner. And having interviewed him, having talked to people who were competing alongside him, rolling Bolduck among them, having talked to some industry guys who know him. I talked to the Nevada Trucking Association president And then just why did he win? He won because he had a really amazing first round. His first round, he scored several perfect scores on the driving course. His pre-trip was phenomenal. He won the pre-trip in 2000, so we know he can do a good pre-trip. He really did very well in the written exam. And then he said to me, and I looked this up, that during the finals, he actually was just pretty much unconscious. He was like in the zone. He said he could see everything on the course. He thought that, I'm not joking, he kept saying to me, he had to check his eyes to see if he was seeing. He thought there was like magnifying glasses, the way he could see the floor, the way he could see the obstacles. And when he went to do the alley dock maneuver, he competed in the tanker truck. He did the alley dock maneuver. He said that he was just able to, through muscle memory, to bring it Mm. back to the alley dock perfectly. He scores a 50, which is a perfect score. And he just said he was just in the zone. And I got to tell you, having researched him, I don't think he got lucky at all. I think this guy has been putting in the work. He put in the practice. He had never made the finals. So I want to assume he did the most of it. Since 2000, he's trying to make the finals. He finally makes the finals. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, I'm here. Like, let's make the most of it. 
And when you're describing that, we talk about sports a lot with this. I'm thinking about the batter that has a run where he's got a 30-game hit streak. They talked about Wayne Gretzky. He was a guy that actually saw things in slow motion. When you were describing this to me, hey, I saw the course. It was like I had 2100 vision or something. What a neat thing for him. What a neat thing for the competition. And then to have your fellow competitors, to have a bull that come up and say, yeah, this guy, he's a real deal. That just says everything about what these days and what these months leading up to it are all about. You're absolutely right. Two things. Greg Wilson did share with me a baseball metaphor. He said that at the finals, he felt like a good base hitter who saw the ball the size of a watermelon. He said it was like pretty amazing. He said he was shocked at his focus. And he also said he wasn't nervous. He was like in his element. And then to your point, that's another thing that goes back to the whole camaraderie thing that this tournament is really easy to like because while these guys are competing against each other, they also have put in the work to get there. To get there, you are a champion. You are the champion of your home state. They already had to work hard to get there. So they all appreciate, they all recognize the hard work that each other have put in. They all celebrate the grand champion. They all celebrate the national title winners because they do see that individual was able to, at that moment, put all the pieces of the puzzle together to create that performance. Because I talk to a lot of organizers and they say that you can have the best driver in the country, but if they have a really bad day or they're unlucky, they may not make the finals. And that happens all the time. Roland didn't make the finals in 2018. He had a really bad first round. So these things happen. If you have a cold, life happens. So Greg Wilson said all the things clicked, everything came together at the award ceremony. You were there. He got a standing ovation. This is kind of the big reveal of the night and everybody in the room was cheering for him. The Bendix NTDC Grand Champion is the individual who sets the industry standard for commercial vehicle drivers. They are a professional driver representing the highest degree of safety, service, reliability, and leadership. All qualities Bendex values and strives to deliver daily. This is why Bendex feels their NTDC Grand Champion Award sponsorship is a perfect match, 12 years and counting. Bendex says it every year, every competitor here is a champion worthy of our respect and appreciation. The Bendix NTDC Grand Champion is selected by a formula that considers each national champion's written exam score, pre-trip score, skill test score, final score, and overall score. That math produces the driver who has outperformed their class in all competitions at this competition. In recognition of this outstanding accomplishment, the Bendex NTDC Grand Champion receives a commemorative championship ring and trophy. Their achievement is also memorialized on the trophy on display yearly at the National Truck Driving Championship. So which national champion will receive the coveted title of Bendex NTDC Grand Champion? I am thrilled to announce the 2023 Bendix NTDC Grand Champion is Greg Wilson competing in the tank truck class 
from the state of Nevada and drives for UPS. I'm just going to keep it short and sweet. I want to thank all my friends, all my people that have uh, supported me along the way. And, uh, everybody knows I've been doing this a while, and it's the first time I made it to the finals, and wow. Um, this industry is amazing. All the friends that I've made along the way, all different companies, all walks of life, and uh, just everybody continue to do, and do what you're doing. Love you all. Thank you. I love that award ceremony. I've been to it now three times. It's kind of like the Academy Awards of Trucking and the Olympics a little bit because they march in. One of the cool things for me was that, and I'd be remiss if we didn't talk about this, the CBSA, they do that together. So they walk down our end of the hall. So I got to see every finalist. I shook Roland's hand and a few others. But one of the things that I did do, and I'm not trying to brag on myself, but it was just a moment that kind of happened. I shook every CBE officer's hand that went up there just because what those folks represent. And I want to take a moment, and I know you covered that. That's not the primary focus of this, but I know you had a chance to talk to those folks and cover it. So I'd be remiss if we didn't talk about that for a moment. Yeah, the inspectors challenge, the top law enforcement, state troopers from three countries, Canada, the U.S., and Mexico. This year, the big winner was Tomas Krolik of Minnesota. This is an event I do wish I gave it more attention. I'm just so tied up with the trophy right. tournament, but I have covered it more in the past. So basically what the inspector's challenge is, is a comprehensive pre-trip inspection on steroids <laughs> and then some. They have to know the ins and outs of truck. They need to have all the rules and regulations. They're police officers. Mm -hmm. so they need to know everything about the rules and regulations of these trucks. Obviously, this is very redundant, but their work is what keeps us safe. The safety of the truck driver, as well as their ability to keep the roads safe. These state troopers, I've met them, I've interviewed them. They're the creme de la creme, they're the best. They're the gold standard. These guys are the consummate professionals. And in the history book that we put together with uh, ATA, we do talk about the origin story of putting the two tournaments together. It's because the NTDC committee really saw the value in having both tournaments at the same level to mm -hmm. show the public that the truck driver and the law enforcement are on the same team. And this entire week has been building up to this point. The Jimmy K. Owens Grand Champion Award is sponsored by Prepass Safety Alliance. The Grand Champion Award is the highest honor for roadside inspectors. It is named after Jimmy K. Adams, close friend of the Alliance, who also played a vital role in early NACE events. We honor Jimmy's dedication to NACE and CVSA every time we present this award annually at the NACE Grand Champion, just as we will do tonight. Now, for the moment we've been waiting for all night, please join me in congratulating the 2023 Jimmy K. Ammons Grand Champion winner, Thomas Krolak from Minnesota. And one of the things that was really cool was that for me, was that I sat at a table with a bunch of folks from Minnesota, including two-time champion Dick Gillespie, who is a legend. You want to talk about somebody with a batting average? He went there 13 times, won seven national titles, and two grand championships. So I'm sitting with him, and I'm sitting with 
the grand champion from Minnesota this year. They cheered for everybody from Minnesota that won something. So when Thomas Krolak wins the Jimmy K. Ammons title, they stood up, they cheered, and when they sat down, I said, okay, boys, here's the deal. And I looked at the grand champion from Minnesota and another guy that gave me my truck ride, Dave, and I said, all right, here's the deal. If this guy pulls you over, when he walks up to the door, just say, I don't know what it is, sir, but whatever it is, you got me. That's pretty good, yeah. These troopers, they have a sixth sense. They have studied this so brilliantly that, again, they know the rules inside and out. When you take a step back, the inspector's challenge and the trucking tournament, you hear it all the time. They're all about safety. This is also why I gravitate to this event, because I hate to really editorialize so much, but these are the good guys. These are the ones who, when you and I drive on the highways, they're the ones who really, really go above and beyond the call of duty to have such a safety standard because it's not easy out there. The roads are very difficult. This is why the celebration of safety is so important. So I kid you not, I'm not even joking when I tell you, I have a really tight garage in my home. What I do is I watch the guys compete and I won't go from first in my garage. I'll actually back in, which is even harder. And what I'm doing is I'm trying to like figure out how I can do it. I have a small SUV, how I can do that in an SUV. And then imagine myself in a massive, 18-wheeler doing something similar. So that's my attempt to relate to these guys. Well, and as we wrap up here, Eugene, I want to thank you again for all your time and perspective. We could do this all day. Give me a couple of things that are your walkaway memories. I'm going to just go very quickly. Tony Spiro retiring, being there with his family. I've done personal things with my family that meant a lot to me. So seeing that and having just a glimpse of that, I know how important that was to that man, what place he really has in a lot of people's lives. I listed them. So Tony Spiro's last NTDC is something as we go for the second edition of the book, I'm going to make a point of putting that in there. Always a pleasure getting to catch up with Dick Gillespie, as you mentioned. This is the Ted Williams of the trucking tournament. This is a man who retired at the top of his game after winning in every vehicle class. He only retired because he knew he would keep winning and he wanted others to win. Not because you beat him. He knew he could win three or four more grand champions, by the way. So catching up with Dick Gillespie, Ina Daly getting that big award was really special. Again, this is pretty much my favorite industry event. So I know this is really silly, but the whole event itself is kind of like chicken soup for the soul for me. So I really like that a lot. And then lastly, I had a colleague, his name is John Hansen. It was his first NTDC. And I've had the pleasure of having like colleagues do the tournament for the first time. My favorite tournament for me is still the first one, the one in 2017. When it's your first time at this tournament, it's kind of very special because you see how big it is. So being there with my colleague, kind of showing him the ropes, it's something that I feel like I'm able to share with another person. I tell my wife, hey, you got to go to this. I tell mm -hmm. my friends, you got to go to this thing. Those are kind of like the top five. There's more catching up with people, catching up with yourself. You kind of make long lasting friendships and acquaintances at this event. It is. The folks that are involved in competing, they talk about it being a family reunion. I remember the first time that we covered it in 2019 
one of the things that we walked away from were was one of the competitors' wives that said, isn't it great how to watch how the children have grown up? And for me, a couple of things that stand out was that amazing moment when Roland and Antonio were giving each other a hard time. And Antonio finished third this year in North Carolina. He has vowed to really work hard to try to get back. It is funny because I go, well, we know you can drive. And he said, well, I won the driving course. I said, what about the pre-trip? He goes, well, I won the pre-trip award. And I said, well, we know you need to work on the book then. Here's what you need to do. You should reach out to Roland, make a trip up to Connecticut, and go yep. up to the research center and see how that works. It'll be like Rocky and Apollo Creed training with each other. So I hope that kind of happens. But So it is, I guess, the off-season for this. As we look ahead to 2024, what are you looking at? I kind of start a little early because uh, American Trucking Association's full conference celebrates the grand champion. So Greg Wilson is going to be there. I go to that conference. So I kind of take like a month off. But in October, I'll connect with the grand champion. I'll do an interview, see where he's at. And then between October and December, I kind of start poking around, seeing Ina Daly, the big name, seeing what they're up to. And then I really hit the ground running back in January with the road to NTDC and I'm just looking to see if some of the old timers are going to retire like Tony Spiro did. I'm going to see if there's newcomers who kind of stuck around or they probably really decided it was too much work. It's a very evolving type of tournament. Roland Bulldog is the exception. There's just like 10 or 15 type of Roland Bulldogs who are like hardcore. And then just really start working with the organizing committee and seeing what any changes, what they're mm -hmm. up to. So that's kind of like my work schedule on this. Given that the course was as challenging as it was this past year, do you see changes happening with that? Do you think next year's course will be a little bit easier? What from this year do you think will impact next year's event? So the course is funny because about 20 years ago, the criticism was that the course was too easy and that some state courses were harder than the national course. So the national committee kind of was like, no, you should come here and this should be the gold standard. So I actually don't think the course is going to get any easier at all. If anything, I think they're still going to throw curveballs at these guys. The other thing is, so the drivers say the course is really hard because the organizers, the judges, just change the configuration to keep the driver on their toes. They don't expect something from last year because a lot of these guys will start practicing based on what they saw just now. So the judges don't want you to think that next year's course is going to be the same one. So they just change the pieces of the puzzle to keep you thinking. The written exam is something that I know the judges always try to make it a little harder and harder. So you're a critical thinker. I actually don't see a lot of changes per se. I just feel like, if anything, now that Greg Wilson is grand champion, I anticipate the big names, Roland, Scott Woodrum to return, Scott mm. Woodrum, all the former grand champions who have won. I think they will really come back harder than ever to kind of show the rest of the field like, hey, this is why we're the dream team. That's what I think is going to happen. And just so you know, I got to spend a few minutes with Scott on that Saturday. He was fairly close to Tony. They didn't see each other, but I had a chance to talk to Scott and as he refers to his wife, the first lady of Ohio. A lot of cool things came about. I'm really looking forward to 2024 in this event. And I wanted to give you the last word, final thoughts. Final thoughts is 
this is a really easy event to fall in love with, to really like and be passionate about. This year gave me a lot of things to write about. And as I update the history book, the second edition with the organizing committee, I'm also really happy for Ina Daly that she won that tournament. 10 women qualified this year. That's one thing I think there's going to be more women qualifying in the years to come. I would agree with you and I think that's wonderful because we're seeing more people look at this, more people look at the industry and this is one of those things that happens in the industry that's a big deal. It celebrates what the folks are doing out there every day. This is the rule in terms of high level professionalism rather than the exception. These folks are setting the standard and these folks are coming out there and making it happen. You and I and others that are there get a chance to see these folks shine. Yep, and I'm gonna tell you, when you see their reaction when they win a national title award, when they win the grand champion, my favorite part of the whole tournament is the morning of the finals when they announce the top five finalists. I mean, these guys' reaction is like they just won the lottery. It's such a beautiful thing, it's so genuine, it's so authentic. That's my favorite part of the tournament, announcement of the finalists. It is. And you know what? It's the culmination of something where 419 people this year were individually celebrated in front of the entire crowd. One of the things that I did was talk to Kevin Birch after he shook 419 hands. And he had a big smile on his face and he was like, he'd love to do this pretty much every year, every day, just because of what it meant. Exactly. These are the best of the best. They're consummate professionals. It takes a lot of work and dedication of their own time on weekends, staying after work. What they do is very difficult. They're doing precision driving maneuvers on these commercial vehicles. They're doing it all to make sure that you and I have safer roadways. They are very passionate about the craft. Every competitor I've ever talked to is very humble. They're a very sincere person. They are very passionate about their industry, their craft. When you give them a moment of your time, they're very grateful and generous because they really appreciate that you and I and others took time to learn what they do. That's Eugene Malero, ace reporter for Transport Topics and the author of the book, from Rodeo to TDC, which chronicles the history of the National Truck Driving and National Step Band Driving Championships. Now, we would like to take this opportunity to thank Eugene for his time and perspective. Now, if you're interested in getting a copy of Eugene's book on the history of the NTDC, you can buy it online by going to the following website, atabusinesssolutions.com. Once you're on that website, enter the letters NTDC in the search bar and Eugene's book, From Rodeo to TDC, should be the first item that appears. Once again, that web address is atabusinesssolutions.com. Well, folks, we've had a lot of fun with our NTDC 2023 series, and we appreciate every one of you who has been along for the ride. If you've joined us in the middle of the series, or you'd like to go back and hear the previous episodes in the series, we would like to invite you to check out all of our NTDC coverage, as well as the other podcast offerings that are available on our website, podwheels.com. That's podwheels.com. Now, you can also subscribe to our NTDC 2023 podcast series by searching National Truck Driving Championships on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
And as always, folks, we would like to thank each one of you for spending part of your day with us here on Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo.